little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. I'm kidding. All right, hey, this is Bunch of Dorks, show 315. That's a, that's a big number. Mm-hmm. If you're simple like me. All right, anyway, uh, uh-huh. yeah, so go to com and listen to all the podcasts there because they're, they're filled with glory. Who are you? I'm Mao. Who are you? Dr. Morbius. I think you're from Parts Unknown, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure where I'm from. <laughs> that's why it's Parts Unknown. Hey, but, but all that other bullshit uh, aside, make sure you go out to uh, YouTube. And type in the little search bar, Creature Feature, yes. with Doc and Clown. We have a new show up. We have a nude show up. And <laughs> just for you guys that are listening on the podcast, we don't have this. This isn't public knowledge yet. But we found a whole stash of uh, Dub420 shows. That yeah. That's that old public access show yeah. that I did way back when, which is that, quite racy by today's standards. That, that, that old porn stash of shows that you had. And we around. are throwing them up. One at a time, so the the creature well, feature channel is going to be throw up is not maybe the right word. Put up, put or up, shut up. We're going to put up that nut up. Throw up, but you know <laughs> we're going to be putting up all the old uh, Dub Four Twenty shows, and we're basically catalog- cataloging them and and making sure I, w- which ones are which. A lot of fun, a lot of crazy times, a lot I, of free fun. On I, I watched through them after you were digitizing them for me, which I, I thank forgot, you very much. I forgot to bring them this week because I was so angry. This Do you morning. have I them? Did, I did more and I forgot. Nice. Because I have the whole... I mean, I can find them. I mean, relabeling them and getting all that stuff. Those shows are really out there. They are funny and goofball and some yeah, of them are, are just... Some of them are like, what the hell were we thinking when we yeah, scripted these, you know? But they're great fun. I, I, I was... They're not um, up yet, but they will be in the next I was on the weeks. fence about, should I put them up, should I not, should I change them? I'm not editing them. No. These are uh, like a time capsule of just insanity. Uh, you know, some of them are really funny, some of them are really terrible uh, as far like as... Like the movies. I was just learning how to do this, and it was very apparent I didn't know shit, you know. But that's that's part of life, you know, and that's... That, so, Growing up in public, man. So, yeah, so Creature Feature with Doc and Clown on YouTube, that's the channel... We have a new full-length feature, which is Nightmare, Nightmare Castle. Castle. That was uh, that was uh, you brought us that, Doctor Morbius. Thank you very much. You find a lot of good ones for this show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then we're gonna start putting up these uh, Dub War 20, 30 minute, in and out, quick, you know, real quick little shows. You, you'll dig them. They're crazy. For your viewing enjoyment, as they say. That Gumby one where it's all music videos and and, and insanity. Wow, it's so funny. It's so crazy. All right, enough of that shtick. So go there. Go to bunchofdorks.com. Go there or B-Square. Go to Destination Nightmare. That's the world's yes. most famous blog in the history <laughs> yeah, of blogging. Right. And it's pretty close. I'm getting, I'm getting actually, thankfully, and thank you to the people, I'm getting a few more comments from, from people. I've, I mean, I've, I've gone through, like, I've posted a thousand short comic book stories. Oh, that's amazing. And it's been on for like three years, and now I'm seeing to be getting a few more people writing and thanking me, so I kind of feel better about it. For a while, it was just my friend Kirby guy that was writing, but I'm getting a couple, so maybe you know, mm-hmm. after like a thousand posts and like you know, I don't know how many hits, you know, some people are actually like appreciating. Maybe it, I so should actually, good. maybe I should do that with the wannabe hot rodder, because I will tell you this: when I do posts, I get hits. I got. I got. I got to do some. I got to. I got to go through. You got to remind me too, because I'm so forgetful. I got to go find my hot rod 
scans of comic books and give them to yeah. you so you can post comic oh, books I'd on love the Hot That would be great. I love Hot Rod. I love Hot, hot Rod, rod comic rod. stories and yeah. stuff like that. I'll, I'll, if you, I, hey, I if you want to hook me up, I'll put them on there because I, I should also put like text specs. You know, stuff like that. But uh, so yeah, whenever I do a show, whenever I do a new a new post, people hit hit us up. So mm. it's not that it doesn't have any interest. It's that I'm not putting content up enough. I have a question for you because you wrote me this week. Are, are, are we like the Jerry Lewis of podcasts? Yeah, I wanted. To, I forgot to talk about that on the actual podcast. But okay, Slow Road to Go Go is a B movie review show. We're up to yeah. 100 and, or 170, 169, whatever. Did we even give the number on the last show? Yeah, we did. It was okay, it, it was like one six, yeah, 169. You know? Okay, all right. right. Uh, so I don't even know why I do that. It, I think I'm the only person that keeps count. That's Who okay. cares? But, That's uh, okay. So I've been noticing over the last couple months that we're getting more and more French li- like listeners. Viva la France. Yeah, cause, yeah. Ooh la la. And some days there's more French hits than there is American hits. Now... Mm. That show doesn't do huge business, but it does a couple hundred a week. You That's know. pretty good, man. For a B movie review, you're only putting <laughs> up one show a week. If you're putting up one show a day, yeah, you get a lot more. You know so what I mean? and I, that's when I wrote to Doctor Morgan. I said, "Does your Destination Nightmare have a lot of French peop- listeners or, or French viewers that read it and, and download stuff? Because we do get a lot of rub off of your yours, and yeah, I, yeah, hopefully yeah. vice versa, but." And and he said no, not really, and it, nothing. Maybe was we get like seventy not, a week, maybe or something. But it's it's and it's consistent. Yeah. Like we get some from Canada, which is great. We get some from from England, you know, from the UK and stuff like that. But France is like moving up easily, second place behind America. That's for good. people that are listening. And I was like, are we the Jerry Lewis of, uh, you know, over in France? Maybe hey, we're Viva la France, man. Yeah. Hey. I, hey, who, no, who knows? I, Maybe there's a big B movie world over there. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something, and I wanted to mention it um, about Slow Robot. I didn't mention it on this show. One of one of my friends who's a listener thought that where the show's pretty. He said this. He said that the show's pretty slick, and he goes, I, and I mean that in the way that you guys, you guys are all sound pretty professional and good and work well together. So I, I took that as a big compliment. That is a big know? compliment. So yeah, you know, because I, I listen to somewhere it sounds like two boobs, and you're like, geez, just turn this off. You know? Yeah, yeah, but he really thinks it's a it's a decent show, well produced show, and we're like, you know, well, we're a good team. So I, I took that as a real big compliment. So, that is, uh, that's great, you know. And, and so yeah, maybe maybe people out there, maybe they like us, they really <laughs> like us. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the things is I do really approach approach that show, especially very professional yeah that's, like, a, that's more I like a watch it I do I do background stuff on it because I want to know and I learn about it and oftentimes we are very different so we both have different personalities yeah, yeah, and yeah, perspectives yeah. and that kind of different helps different generations it helps like you know if yeah, it's, it's, it does help because I wouldn't because vice versa with both of us we wouldn't have watched movies that we both picked no I've never no way and I didn't even know what Slipstream was or anything like and that. And I and one of the things I really try to do, and again, this isn't a commercial for Slow Robot, but I guess it is. I always go in there with an open mind. Yeah. I try to never say, "Well, this is going to be another blah blah blah." I watch this show that we present each other, and just I just watch the movie and it just but and, you know, and you know, like I'm learn the, I'm and the watch, opposite. You know? Sometimes I go in there with a closed mind, like I'm like, "Oh my god, dystopian <laughs> future Stupid, again!" Another dystopian future. But then yeah. I end up liking it. So I don't know which is the right <laughs> one, you know what I mean? I don't know, like Exterminators from the year 3000, I go, oh, more dystopian Dude, future. So but I liked it, you so know? Funny. So usually, usually, like on Slipstream, I was on the fence. But yeah. some of them that you pick, I go, oh, my God, the 80s, 90s, and it's like, 
this is really stupid. And then I started thinking, you know, they really make they really made stupid like '70s style movies in the '80s. I just oh, never yeah. wa- I just never watched them. Right. So you're kind of helping. You're opening up God. my uh, my vistas on different eras that I didn't have before. Because I I was in a I was in a trend where I was doing too many of the. 50s sci-fi, and I love 50s sci-fi and 60s sci-fi. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But, but you gotta like mix mix it up, keep it you know keep it fresh. Like so, kung fu is good, and and uh, boy, reading over the list of the the dub 420s, I didn't realize how many kung fu movies we did. Uh-huh. Bolo's in there. Yeah. That, that that hey man, fuck you guys in there nonstop. He's in every every show. Yeah, no, but I mean, I'm glad that you picked the movies that you did. Even at first, I was like, ah, because. There's people in them that I like a lot of times. You know, stuff like Killer Workout. I go, oh my God, what is this guy making me watch? And then I go, this movie's a masterpiece. It is. They're so funny. Do you ever wear your shirt? Sometimes. I wear my shirt. People like look at me. I swear. You wear it in public? <laughs> I sure do. I wear it in the house. <laughs> I wear it in public. I wear it to the gym. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's so funny. So, yeah, and that's the kind but of yeah, stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad in a lot of in a lot of time, most of the time that you pick these movies because I'm like opening up, it opened up my vistas of the crap that actually came out. Like oh, in the yeah. 80s and 90s, you know, that wasn't really because I stopped. You know, my brain just shut off. I go, I'm, I'm into the 70s, maybe a little bit of 80s, 60s, 50s, 40s, but that's it. I don't, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, this era, Movies, I don't it like. died at the 80s. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it's still crappy. Oh, and by the way, Bill Paxton sighting. That that new thing, that new yes. that new show From that's Texas, coming out. I was like, Texas, the Texas Rising, thing. Texas Rising, Bill Paxton sighting. I that commercial came out. I was like, how does this guy get work? <laughs> Look at work! Oh my so god! So whenever, whenever we see a Bill, that's gonna be our what our is, guy. Whenever we see a Bill Paxton sighting, Paxtonated. We'll be we'll be been Paxtonated, and there's a we we've got a Bill Paxton sighting in a miniseries about the it's about the the Texas and how yep. they they fought for secession or whatever. No, no, they fought oh. Mexico. That's how they took right. Texas. And like he was talking on some show, and he and I didn't ever realize that for a long time that Texas was its own country. Like they went to Texas, they fought off all the Mexicans, Mexicans and that that was its own country. That's why it's a Lone Star State. I didn't realize that. And he's playing hmm. Sam Houston, and apparently he's like a distant relative of Sam Houston. One, so dude, one day I'm gonna get, we're gonna get a, a, a the doorbell's gonna be he's like, "What's up, dude? Don't like my movies, eh?" He's gonna start beating me up. <laughs> I'll just get to one of my guns. I'll be all right. But anyway, yeah, I saw him. He looked okay for like yeah, an old I guy. know. Yeah. And and I I I kid, Bill, but he uh, whatever. He is. We kid because we love. Yep. I was, I was actually, and I've contended this for a long time, I'm surprised we bothered stopping. I'm surprised America didn't just didn't finish the job and take all of Mexico. Now, that might mm. be harder than it sounds like. Mm. I don't think it would be. It might be a problem you don't want. <laughs> That's part of it, maybe. But, <laughs> yeah. but, like, honestly, why stop? I mean, I would have just kept expanding, saying, well... Me- Mexico's a beautiful country with a crappy government. That's <laughs> truly. That's what I'm saying. It's a beautiful country. We lived there when we were, when I was a, a little kid, and I remember a little bit of it. Did you almost my say parents pup? told me it's beautiful. What? Did you almost say when I was a little, when I was a little pup? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Maybe I was going to. Yeah, when I was a little werewolf oh, back little, in Mexico. When I was a little punk, maybe, or something oh, okay. like that. It sounded like you were going to say pop. pop like, yeah, yeah. Back when I was a young werewolf, before I became, like, Paul Nashi Jr. Before you got to London, you were in Mexico, you know. Yeah, I was in Mexico, and I was like, you know, El Hombre Lobo. <laughs> but at any rate, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful country with really bad government. But I really, I always thought it made sense to, for us to just keep expanding and take it back back then. Well, we could have sent the same to Canada, right? <laughs> 
I mean, they're, they're the other two parts of North America. But again, that's what you're saying. If we're already having trouble with the stuff, how much trouble are you going to have by taking over another the, culture? The Mexican's a big country. That would, have been, that would have been a lot too difficult back then to take over. It's a big country. Right, it's and like, that's, you know... It's like humongous. I always said the same of, of Cuba, though. Cuba's little, but yeah. But I mean... Yeah, we should have. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's go to music break before we get all deep Trust and me, political. We Trust me, we should have. <laughs> right. So anyway, Paxton. Uh, Paxtonated. We have Paxton, a Paxtonated sighting. Paxton sighting. Yeah, nice. So. All right. So Texas Rising. It's oh. History Channel, I think. <laughs> Shit. Shit. You in the robes. Put down the weapon of mass destruction and get on the ground. You're under arrest. <laughs> Yeah. 
made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. With this show. On with this show. Another conversation was, in between that yes, we can't put on it. That was our friend's asshole parade. <laughs> Another band that we can't play on the indie circuit. Yes, asshole parade. I played uh, Serve and Protect, Mr. Rippington's Revenge, Mop Head Boy, and The Uncomfortable Good. That was all from the... Um, the hell was that from? That was from some German thing. With a, live in Rostock. Nice. Very nice. Deutschland, we were Alice. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my God, we both have like busy dance cards today. After we're done with the show, man, you're, you're gonna. Yeah, we got guests. And, guests, you know, I'm going to a Murder Stang's birthday oh party. It's a barbecue. Oh, that's cool. It's a barbecue, and it's yeah. Memorial. He born on my. He's on Memorial Day, kid, or something. It's Memorial I don't know. Day weekend. No, nah, I don't know. Yeah, this is Memorial Day's weekend. Uh, I already kind of laid the groundwork. It's not that I don't like him. I don't know a lot of people there, I don't think. And also, it's 91 degrees, so I'm only going to be there for like half an hour. And I'm thinking like an hour, give or take, you know. Yeah. I And again, I enjoy his company. We always go to like a, a car events together because he's the only person in my world that likes cars like I do. So he, you know, and he's very knowledgeable. He is so smart with car stuff. So we're going to um, head down there and, you know, I bought him a 12-pack of various uh, micro beers. micro beers for his birthday. I'll be like, here you go. That's you know? nice. That's yeah. cool. So it, it'll be it'll be fun. It, it, quick in and out. You know, just hey, have fun. Okay, well we're leaving because I'm sweating. You're a great guest. Yeah, bring beer and leave. I'm gonna invite <laughs> you to my birthday party. This year you can come by <laughs> and leave like, like in a half an hour. Like, great. hey, Doctor Morbius, I don't see anyone else at this party. He's like, oh no, it's a party. No, no, just leave your beer there and then get out. Yeah. <laughs> It's a party. Just come in for half an hour and leave. <laughs> I think like you're a great guest. I am a great guest. I'm oh, my God. Cordial, cordial, unimpactful, and then goodbye. You're not one of these, like, things that wouldn't leave. They stay there for hours, and they don't leave. And you're, like, you're like sitting there, like, you know, like, yawning, and they're still there. And you're, like, oh, my God. You're the greatest guest ever. Huh. I salute you. <laughs> yep. That's the way it goes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. And then when I'll be sitting out there and having fun, I'll be, like, Boy, that couch is really comfortable and air-conditioned. And there's, like, a lot of movies I could be watching yeah, right, right now. Right. <laughs> hey, thanks, you know. Yeah. And you're like, well... <laughs> no, I mean, and he knows. And I'm also... it's it's yeah. They're hard for me. Although I do function yeah, yeah, very yeah. well at parties. I'm kind of a, more of a... Uh, in, not introvert, but I like to just hang out at home. I mean, yeah, I'm the same way too. I, I'm not party guy. I'm I not can party be. guy either. I have been. I, I, I'm I mean, not party guy either. I'm not good at parties. I remember when I was a kid, I was going to parties for a while with these other kids. And I would go just to like try to meet girls or whatever, but I never was really good at socializing with people that I don't know, you know what I mean? So you get lucky every once in a while, but yeah. you know you strike out a lot. And I guess such is life. You know? <laughs> That's the story of life. And I guess such is life. So you whatever. strike out a lot, yeah. but every now and then you hit that home run, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah. Well, home run, not really. Maybe like a dance, maybe like a slow dance or two, you know. But uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's life. Because I have, you know, I have this long list. I've made up a long list of things I got to do, you know. Like yeah. little to- little things that yeah. I got to get rolling on here. You know, the truck sitting there with its broken ass front end. I got to climb Mount Everest and stuff like cli- that. Yeah, after the you know with the now with all the new new yeah. challenges from uh, the earthquakes in yeah, Nepal. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, but I and I got a case of new uh, super slinky Ernie Ball strings for, for my uh, birthday, so I'm gonna restring and clean all my guitars. You know, one at a time, get them nice and dialed. Oh, I gotta in. talk to you about guitars. I, I was messing around with the electric guitar and turned on the amp. I gotta ask you about settings because I mean I was playing a little bit, uh-huh. not really well, but I was noticing that either I had the settings too high or something. But when I was, I was hitting a string, and like pulling, you know, like the hammer go, on. going, the hammer on was like sounding like I was getting like when I let go of the string. And yeah, is that, is not, that, that's normal. 
but I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't have it so loud or something like that. No, that's that's the way they. That's the way that happens. That's the that's the movement. But that does. Oh, really? Yeah. It, yeah. When you hit when you hit the when you hit a chord and you go to the next chord, you're supposed to be hearing like when you pull off the strings like. Oh, Darrr. unless you like if you snap the string, because that's one of the things I do a lot when I'm playing. Like I take the string and I bend the shit out of it. Like I bend it like all the way down to the bottom. I just let it go. No, like, I'm not doing fly, that. You know? I mean, I'll explain it to you later. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but anyway, anyway. Guitar talk. Everything. <laughs> everything under the sun and, and we're that, talking so was, about. So uh, you know, I'm assuming it'll be a fairly uneventful, cool time. You know. Uh, any other? What, what do you got going on, man? Any any other of the uh, locals going to be at the uh, party? Any other? The, I don't know. See, that's other what, peeps. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm worried about either yes or no. Because if there's no, uh, I've been at some parties where I didn't know like zero people, and and you you know the person that you you're friends with the person that invites you, and that's cool. But other than that one person, you're kind of like, okay, I really don't know anybody here. So you, and you can't like. Well, you're clinging to that one dude, you know. No, but that's what I did that one time, and it was, and it, and I'll just say that like, I never got invited back. No, 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 no. I I did that one time because it was like, and it was it was, and I'll and I'll mention Joust again. He invited me to for a party at his house, and I mean, I know him, I know his mom, I know his dad, and a couple of his cousins who weren't there, but I didn't know anybody else in this place. So I'm like looking around I don't know anybody so what did I do I just followed Joust until I until people that I knew came over and I was like hey buddy you know and I sat and talked with them you know <laughs> I'm not one to go up to somebody that I know it's like hey how you doing you know hey nice to go, damn glad to meet you or anything like that there was you know? one party I went to this was and this was all all the peeps a friend of mine who was he's been on this show a couple of times uh, Sun King oh, yeah, 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 he has a party at his house and it becomes very evident very quickly that uh, I don't fit in with this uh, demographic. Oh. Most of the people there are make a lot of money and flaunt that they make a lot of money, and they're like they're like higher class, oh, yeah, social the, class than the me. Nouveau riche. <laughs> so it devolves into me sitting at a table with Promi and Man with No Name oh, and yeah, a, and yeah. M who used to work there. So a little cluster of. Yeah, the reject. We were the reject island, yeah. and then and then I was like, okay, let's get out of here. I've had hey, enough every, of this. Everybody yeah. else was talking about their beamers and their, their jags in the shop, well, and they and weren't being uncordial. But I know. you just—it's the natural way of life, you know. It's like if I had a party, and then I, you know, I just. But but honestly, in my opinion, sometimes is if I go to a place, I think I'm a very somewhat of a moody person. I have been in situations before. Where I go there and I and I and I kind of become somebody else in a way, and I'm very like, you know, talkative or whatever. But uh, but most of the time I'm just like I don't want to be there. Well, yeah, and that's I can function very well in those situations. But I'm, but if I if I'm I trick my, if I trick myself, I can be like, hey, how you doing? Oh man, that's mm -hmm. great. But a lot of times I'm just like, ah, eh, you know, I just kind of like. And I'm not in the mood today. I'm not in the mood to be somebody that I'm not today. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be all quiet, me, and just hang in the corner there, or whatever. You know? Plus, I gotta get home to power drink. You know. Yeah, beer o'clock. Yeah, you got that shit right. <laughs> well, so, what do you? You got something going on too, don't you? Oh God, you're talking about the story of the week. No, no, no. You're, you, uh, Joust is down. Oh, that's or right. Or is coming yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, or Joust is. Yeah, my buddy Joust is coming down. Welcome to the area, Joust. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's been here a couple of times before. He's bringing the the, the Joust family, and then they're going to go down to... And the, are they coming on those ostriches? No. Those flying ostriches no, from that game? No, no. Oh. no, but they're going to they're going to go to the beach. I don't know how packed the beach is going to be because it's Ooh. Memorial Day weekend, so... Yeah, but it's 75 million degrees, so maybe not. Well, maybe not, so they're coming down and hanging out. And well, I heard when the, when the cars in the parking lot just burst into flames, they just kind of brush the ashes away, and you can get parking that way. Yeah. Uh, 
he's 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 gonna be at some. He told me he's gonna be at some. Uh, well, anyway, I don't want to give the location out because then everybody will go there and like bug him and go, "That Joe, yeah, sign are. my copy of the Slow Robot Z DVD yeah, I made." I don't want to tell people where he is because, uh, but yes, he's he's gonna be down. Said here. no one ever. Yeah, <laughs> at any rate, yeah, we'll have some friends. And, That's cool. Uh, so how, he's down for what Saturday and Sunday, and then going back or? I believe he's going to yeah. be here Saturday and Sunday. You guys hanging out? Doing anything special? Probably not. He's probably going to be with the family. He's probably going to be uh, kind of hang out a little bit, come by the house, and that's cool. Do like the sociable family thing, as opposed to the two fanboys, you know, doing like. You know, that's what I envisioned. I thought you. Stuff. No, I, I thought you guys not, are going to be hitting no, up the comic no, book shop. No, we're, and, not gonna, uh, we're not going to be doing the fanboy. I, I don't think we're going to be doing. I would like to do the fanboy thing. I don't think we're because. He's got, you know, the the baby and his wife, and they're gonna mm. they, they want to do a, it's a family outing, so it'll be like come over to the house and hang out and you know talk a That's little cool. bit, exchange presents because I haven't seen him since last year, and you know blah 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 and all that good nice. stuff. Nice. That's cool. I think he said in the future he's going to come down with The future! Himself. Yes, the future where you will spend the rest of your lives, as Criswell said. In the, in the future he'll come down and then we'll be fanboy shenanigans. But nice. Not, not nice, this time. Cool. Not this All right, time. well, let's go to some music. Then when we come back, maybe we'll take another trip down to a different kind of a comic book shop. Ugh. If you're up for it. If not, oh, yeah. I'll talk about awesome guns. Oh, yeah, and both. Yes, we will. I've got, got my, my pistol point cocked Ready to link shots non-stop Until I see your monkey ass drop And let your homies know who done it Well failure's just another word For fucked up opportunities All dressed up in a working man's clothes Cause nothing comes cheap these days Yeah nothing comes too easily Y'all worn out with nowhere left to go
Oh, God.
forbid you to talk to that enchantress. She's the devil. She's not the devil. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. I never said she was the devil. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh, please don't hurt me. All right, that was Arliss Nancy from the Simple Machine CD. I played Failure, Little Steve, GB The True Story, and 40s. What did you call that uh, segment of music? I don't know. What did I, I call I think you it? called it a fucking four-shot. Yeah. That's like, like, that, you, whoa! You just coined a term, man. <laughs> that was a fucking four-shot, man. Stuff that we can't say on the indie circuit, yes. but we will say it now. The indie circuit's another show we do for Radio St. Pete. That's right. Which, uh, you know, One go check many. that out. It's on. The, you can go to the archives segment and listen to no more. Sunday at 10 p.m. is when it drops live, bro. It drops like it's hot, man. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> So, you had an interesting story. Yes, my comic book story. Comic book story. Okay. Um, friend, friendship and business. That's a tough... Uh, wah, wah. That's a tough one, you know? Uh, anyway, what happened this week was... I got I go to my, my local shop. Now, you said... Okay, go ahead. I, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you want. I said, well, just go to a different one. And you said, that's not so easy anymore. So, t- there's not that many. Are they shrinking? Yeah, they used shrinking. to be comic books everywhere, right? Comic book shops. They used everywhere. to be. There used to be comic books in every Seven Eleven. Strip mall. No, but I mean, strip malls. Almost yeah, every strip mall had a comic many. book shop. No, there's oh, okay. not that many anymore. Okay, and then cool. they're, and they're, you know, at any. They rate. all have a different vibe to them too, right? Yeah, they have a different vibe. Okay. Oh, that's the thing about comic shops. They all have different vibes. Some of them are like, hey, you know. Some of them, some of them are like, hey, can I help you? They're very nice. Some of them are nice, but they look at you with like. What I've are you never doing seen in my you before? Who yeah. are you? Some of the D and D dungeons, like where yeah. they have the D and D playing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's two of them. Like one, I walked in, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Because I'm like, "What am I looking at here?" Because there's people playing, and I was like, "I thought it's a comic book. Am I in the right shot?" And then like on the side is where it was. I was like, "Oh, okay." Get Did you ever go to a place called Comics and Critters? I heard of it, but I never went there. I went in there once, boy. Comic books, D&D, and reptiles. There was a funky smell in that joint, let me tell you. you know, Yeesh, all no, sorts, thank you. All sorts of B.O. going around in that yeah, place. Lizard B.O., gaming comic B.O. book B.O., gaming B.O. Yeah. Which yeah. is its own delicate stink. Yeah, but anyway. And so go ahead. Sorry and to anyway, So anyway, I, I go to the shop and... Um, you know, this guy's like a friend. I've helped him out, you know, a few times. You know, he used to, let's put it this way. He usually gives a good deal. More, more so. Unless he doesn't. Unless he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm there. A couple of, a week before, I helped him out in, in, in the midweek. I had a, so he could, you know, was able to not close the store down. I did a favor for him, no problem. He gave me a couple books. So, anyway, I go to the store on Wednesday, and uh, he goes, I, I see a pile of books he just bought. And he was talking to somebody else, and I grab a few. Like, oh, look at these. These are like, uh, you know, the magazines that I like, the horror ones. And he goes, oh yeah, I I, I pulled those for you. Go, okay, cool. So we're talking. At the end of the night, I picked up my regular book that you know off the stands. That's cover price. So I go, hey, by the way, can you you know how much you want for these? And I specifically said, I really can only afford can't afford more than a couple bucks each for them. So I'm just like, well, let me look them up. Goes and looks them up. That's, that's, the kiss that's, of a death. Sign, that's a kiss of death. If you're in a record shop and they they pull out the What's It Worth book, just drop them and run because it's bullshit. That's a kiss of death. So anyway, he looks them up. These books are not in mint condition. They're not in fine condition. They're not even in very good condition. They're in good condition. They're okay. They're in one piece. They're they readers. missing pages. They're readers. You read them and you like them, that's it. You know. Okay, fine. I told them 
Only a couple bucks each. Prices them. Okay, these five books price out at $29. I, he goes, but I'll give them to you for 20 <laughs> So I go, no. And he goes, well, that's only four bucks each. And I go, dude, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm out of work right now. I can't do it, you know. And then he's like, okay. So then I, I, I had to go. On the way home, I was kind of annoyed. But for, in the morning, I was kind of really annoyed. Mm. Because it's like, you, you stewed know. stewed about it, huh? I stood about it, you know, not stood a baker, but stood about it. You know, well, if you had a stood a baker, those are worth a lot of money now. Yeah, bet. It's crazy. But it was Go like ahead. I'm thinking to myself, you know, you know, I've done a bunch of favors. I bailed you out a bunch of times. You know well that I'm not. I don't have the money now to fork out twenty bucks for five books. Why would you even like, ins- you know, insult me with this price? Even though maybe you weren't thinking about it, it may seem like that much to you. But why would you do that after last week? I bailed you out basically. And gave you like, you know, and it was like, you know, friends in business, man. You know what I mean? It always ends badly. It always ends bad. And I was not going to end because I'll keep going there, you know. But what happens is now, and this, and I can, can, and I can talk, and there's other people that feel the same way too. If you go there and you see any beat up book on anywhere that he hasn't priced yet, you look at it and you go, that's money you're going to lose, pal, because I'm not going to take this up wanting this book. And knowing that you're going to overprice it, which you are, overgrade yeah. and overprice it, and try to screw me on it. Because basically, what he's doing and what other people are doing is that they don't, comic book guys don't pay anything for back issues today. Unless they're like these unbelievable, like, sealed in glass. Yeah. Sealed in glass. <laughs> they pay nothing. And some of them tell you that they pay nothing. And, and people then, still drop them off. And people drop them off because it's like, hey, I'd rather get ten bucks than put them in the garbage. Or I'd rather get ten bucks than having sitting somewhere and taking up space that I don't want anymore. I might get something for it. I'd rather pay ten bucks and have the clown destroy them on camera, which or, is coming soon. Or have the bugs, <laughs> or, or have the bugs eat them. Yep. Like I've had oh, bugs yeah. eat my bu- my books because they weren't bagged or whatever. So at any rate, you know that's the reason why he's 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 hurting for money because nobody's gonna pick up these books. Is nobody you gotta you gotta have common sense and realize. You gotta like take it, consider the the situation. This is a book that's not in. These are books that are not in demand. They're magazines, number one. If somebody tells you they don't have enough that much money, don't don't charge them twice as much as they're right. willing to pay for them. You should have just. I mean, yeah. I just t- I just put them back, and I was gonna write a letter. I told you I was gonna write an email, mm. and I I asked. I was uh, you know people. I talked to people that day, you know, and I asked, and only one of them said send it. The rest of them said not. I'd but, drop it. But I then, would, but yeah. but here's what I'm going to do. And then I, I talked to, you know, I talked about it to the person that told me to send it. And we both agreed, yeah, it's not a bad letter. And it probably would, and, it, and if he considers you a friend, he would probably take it into consideration. But somebody else said, yeah, well, he probably even won't. But then I realized something. Instead of sending this stupid email, which sometimes, not in this case, because I would be back there again, but sometimes sending an email or co- or talking back to somebody is stupid or maybe even considered like cowardly. Just confront him into his face, and that's what's going to happen at some point. I'm going to go there, and in a nice way, explain so why do you explain do that? my why are you situation. Why would you do this? Well, one of the things I think, and this is my perspective of it, but I have a, I I spend my life trying to listen to people instead of just do what I want, and and so I'm I'm doomed to failure. But <laughs> you um, you he I, from his perspective, if I was the business owner guy, I know how deep deeply rooted you are in this industry sure. you ran a shop sure. you drew stuff yeah you, what you say has a bit more 
like meaning than if I walked in there and said, this is stupid, you can stick it, and walked out, because I'm not in that world, but you know the business. You I ran the, the business. business. So, I, yeah. And he knows that, so you talking to him about that might be a little a light bulb saying, hey, maybe this will help me get back on financial track. He's in a very in a trend downward trending business. Sure. He's in a downward trending thing. It's it's hard to make overhead, you know. I mean, if if you want to use the price guide, God bless you, but do it on good books. Yeah, and also don't check, do it on Archie's. Check to make sure you're not giving away something that's worth a thousand bucks, but do what's right. A buck each, buck fifty each, whatever, you know, because there are books that are in demand and books that these books are not in demand. Nobody cares. Another story. These that's are readers. Exactly, these are yeah. not valuable comics. Yeah. These are not collectors' books. These are reading books. Reading books should be valued at a lower price, especially when some and, and take into consideration the person that's dealing with you. And it's so, if it's somebody you consider a friend, I would think give them a better break than you would some dope off the street who you might even give a better break to depending on what your situation is. Well, exact same thing happened at Bananas. Me and my dad walk in. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to get Julie London Calendar Girls. My father remembers that from when anyone knew who the hell Julie London was. So we go in there and we dig around this gigantic pile of records. Yeah. We find a pocket of them. They has like 10 of them. Dad takes one out. Eh, this one looks all right. Goes up front. He wanted, like, I don't even know if, I can't remember if it was $48 or if it was like $120. My dad looked at him and was like, okay. The reason he has eight of them is because no one gives a shit about Julie London anymore. Uh. Who cares? The guy had like a million Beatles. Now, Beatles are always, but Beatles at book cost? You can stick it. I can go on eBay and find every damn of these collectible DVDs. That's it to these merchants. You can, you you think you got gold? You don't. No, you don't. I can find it. And no. I can find it probably cheaper. Now, if you sold those 10 Julie London calendar girls, let's say 12 bucks each. The, he, he probably would never drop below 20 bucks, but whatever. Let's pretend he put them at 12 bucks. He'd sell a couple of them, make money that day. They're never going to be worth what the price book says because the price book are made up to sell high dollar values. Like uh-huh. The classic thing was the, the guy who invented the lunchbox Guy was the only guy collecting lunchboxes. This guy yeah. had this coll- collectible collection of lunchboxes and thermoses. He wrote the price guide. It became what pri- prices were worth. Wasn't nobody collecting them before he did that? That's the thing. He invented it, and I'm like, oh my god, what? Are you, like, that's the thing. It's called <laughs> supply and demand. Some things are in demand, and you can get more money from them. These books are not in demand. No one wants them. No one could care less. Uh, Only not one, no one person you- wants them. And but what, it, what the problem is, he. The, some people think that the one person who wants them. They can screw them over on it. And it's crazy. And it's just. And then another you know. thing that some dealers do is that they buy something for nothing because they buy such stuff for nothing now. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen it. Every record shop I've been in, when I'm in there trolling 50 around, cents, a quarter no, somebody walks in with a box and he goes, Well, I'll give you four bucks for the entire 300 of them. Yeah. You know, because uh, yeah, they're I, junk. I, I'm they're, telling people, don't sell it, dude. Don't give these guys money. If you, if you don't want them. Give them away to freaking Salvation Army or give them away to kids, but do not sell them to these dealers because they take them back and they screw people over with them. You know, not all of them, but some of them do. But what what the problem is, is like these guys, like, you know, what, whoever will buy a stack of books, give somebody nothing, but nothing might be like 20 bucks, 10 bucks. And they they try to get as they try to get their money back as soon as possible. One shot. They try to to do a one shot because this, because they told me one time, I was called one time and said, "Hey, I got a bunch of books and I, I bought a bunch of, you know, like 10 books for 30 bucks." And after I was done paying for them, I was told, 
oh that oh thank god you got those books because now that paid for all the four boxes of books that i got and i was like sucker yeah so whenever something like this happens and at the end it's like i like, feel that i feel i'm they, they were trying to get ripped off i feel like you know that's lucy and charlie brown lucy holding the football yeah <laughs> and this time you know, the no, doctor is in five cents yeah oh. right that kind of yeah. oh, no charlie I, i'm gonna tell you this time i'm not gonna pull the football i'm gonna give you you know yeah. let you kick it and then she does it at the end that's the well, way i feel about see, it see you're doing it at least you're talking to him or whatever something that's way worse more more much more damaging is somebody who like me who i have a bad experience Never go back there again. Never go back, and I tell everyone in the whole world how much they suck ass. And that's the end of it. And I'm doing nonstop damage, and I'm never going to... I'll never walk through the door again, you know. Yeah. That's the way it is. So, the, welcome to the 20-teens. To welcome the 20 to, welcome to the 20-teens. <laughs> and some, enjoy. Welcome to some more music. And enjoy. And enjoy. This <laughs> podcast The going got rough and motherfuckers showed their true colors Pick a side, but don't tell us From brothers to bitter in the course of a week I'm pondering the good old days and hate to believe We'll never have a civil conversation again Trust the sword that's double-edged If one end should catch you in the vertebrae Would you turn around, lift the drawbridge for sinking ships and burning down In effort to repress where you came from Real quick to come out your face, but When you change that rapidly, you have to be gung-ho about organizing troops tactfully I just thought we were so much closer-knit than turning bitch over petty arguments Who is your allegiance to? Is the hype deceiving you? Misdirected hostility misleading you? Seemed to hostility at first, but you denied your old friend the justice he deserves Lost your nerve, caught some sort of attitude Pulled a jack move out of the blue Like everyone I know, I never really knew, but still Smiles thinking back on fond memories of former use When the mood wasn't every man for himself Now you act like we're all not going to hell That's just another repercussion of making bitter enemies with somebody you trusted Who is your allegiance to? Is the hype deceiving you? Misdirected hostility misleading you? Leaving the group? Relieving your mood? Revealing the treason in you? Who is your allegiance to? Is the hype deceiving you? Misdirected hostility misleading you? Leaving the group? Relieving your mood? Is your point of view misconstrued? Move on with our lives You're still arguing your side Sometimes the people closest to your heart Grow jealous and vocalize their disregard And it's like I knew I saw this coming But my hindsight is mad dog 2020 This goes out to all the friends I have now That I'll have a problem with by the time this album is out Trying to escalate We could take it there But you'd rather spread rumors like a cunt And only fakers care So say you're scared Say you're confused Say you've been blinded by your ego And that's all you have to lose Exaggerate the truth That's all you petty motherfuckers do I've been in your shoes Bad sides to a story But y'all put these acts so catty and ornery And it's pathetic Who is your allegiance to? Is the hype deceiving you? Misdirected hostility misleading you? Leaving the group? Relieving your mood? Revealing the treason in you? Who is your allegiance to? Is the hype deceiving you? Misdirected hostility misleading you? Leaving the group? Relieving your mood? Is your point of view misconstrued?
thing. I'm proud to be a rock star. At least I sell art, at least I don't sell dope. Works and kinks out, like look my no plans except to milk this cow and live by the seat of my pants. So I have my own brand, Camel Jams, with the C.E. Jack Kennedy symbol on my back pocket. The progress from what it is and what it's about to be like, I'll have whoever thought otherwise holding a peace sign. Like maybe it ain't register at all, so they see me on BET smoking dips with Molly Maul, like where you been all along? On the front line, open mic at JJ's every Wednesday night, with prime spinning 90s instrumentals at a coke bar, while I flex my technique to a room full of ex-cons. Bar sluts and assorted rap talent 2AM crew would come through and bring the house down So cops found out what happened when bartenders shook hands with customers Started sending undercovers in Two weeks later, Jake gets stabbed in the head Got to call it South by Southwest Puking during sound check like That's why shows get banned and fans don't give a fuck enough To see the favorite artists live and CD sales are in a rut It's a dirty job and everyone wants to do it CD laid the blueprint to make creative music And then send them crews a postcard from the top of the world That say, you knew the rules of the game all along Now y'all just watch me live the dream to your computer screen With girlies drooling on their keys and open up a magazine like that's that sketchy cat that sold the weed I wanna fuck them when I had the chance But he came off as a creep Last call 10 to 3 but my money's no good here Slip a Jackson under the coaster It's been a good year Doing what I do do Cold chilling like juice crew In the lower east side on a fire escape Sipping a deuce dude Who the fuck are you? The reputation speaks for itself A master kid with incredible public speaking skills Check the mic, rock a crowd Rolling L and back to the motel With a van full of young girls I don't know that well Repeat is necessary Till everyone that didn't pay attention Find themselves caught up in the effervescence of Why it's still important to press records Regardless of the technology Or what your friend said And still release vinyl New school cats with an old school mindset About ourselves Like sex sells but my dick too small So I arrange clever rhyme schemes To speak to you all that's Mr. Quotable to you. Love it or leave it. Buy it or download it. MP3s found floating through cyberspace. Now who sounds dopest? That white bitch got me open. Head like a hole. Face is like a nostril. Evil Jesus out the bottle. Burn my tonsils. Hostile motherfucker. Rough around the edges. Lefty rep it like a billboard every time we session. And I respect it like how me and the fellas make an entrance. At least an hour late and wing the whole set list. And I respect like how me and the fellas make an entrance At least an hour late and wing the whole set list
we know Cause GDP stone And they know You'd be like Pastor Yayo to your man And the a-hole What a fucking prick But his style is like <laughs> yeah. Just like that And G in the track And be like G in the track It's G in the track With the weed in the back On the east coast With the weed smoke With the core the keystone The motherfucking microphone And he knows Like a psychic on some karate chop in the mic shit. J Sam, you are that dude. You an artist or something? Uh, yeah. You do paintings or? Yeah, paintings. Okay, great. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you paint mostly? I don't know, just people and fruit and shit. Anyway, we're back. That was GDP. That's one of uh, Dr. Morbius' favorites. Oh, my God. That was Allegiance, Coke Bar, and Succumb. And we had another conversation up there that we can't talk. Are, are, we, I, honestly, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm thinking of doing a show called Random Conversations. There's all the stuff we, that we don't dude, talk about. Recording it. I'll record it up with this thing. Yes, I'll just put it in the middle and we'll just talk and we'll just put up. That'll be the uh, it, added content. You have to buy it. Well, well, it'll be a mystery blog. No, no, no. Oh, dude, a mystery blog. Not like labeled. It's just Not labeled. Insane rants of Insane rants of like angry dudes. Oh, that would be funny, man. That'd probably get way more listeners than this. I'm telling you, man. And nobody would know who it is. They're just like, I don't know, but they sure curse a lot. And, and they, they sound really familiar hate, to they me. They hate everybody. The, so the Angry Podcast. Yeah, the Angry the angry White Guy Podcast. Uh, we'll okay, well, anyway. It's a possibility for future. Because I was taping when, when when King Don was coming over. We were doing Two, uh, two Dimension. Yeah. W- between the sh- right after the show... When I was when I was doing the I was I was outputting the uh, the the files or whatever. After that was done, I was recording our conversations, and I had like 45 minutes of off the air conversations about other topics. And I told him, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a podcast called Random Conversation. It's just gonna be me and whoever just talking about crap and just like, hey, Dude. this is just two people talking about nothing in particular. You know, see if funny. you see if. You, See if you dig it, you know. <laughs> they would. It's kind of like this, but even less structured, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. So, anyway. So, okay, we're out of time, but one final hooray good news. 
Did I talk about trading in all my guns? I talked no, about... No, yeah, like, uh, tell me a little bit about it, but no. yeah. So basically, I, I did do that downsizing I talked about a couple of shows back where I put all my guns on a big pile, cleaned them all up one at a time, kept the ones that meant something, had a big pile of, of these are going to go away for trade-in. So I went down to a local shop, Cancel Keep, and um, and I said, here's a pile of guns I don't want anymore, and here are the two guns I do want. So I put in an order for the dual Berettas. Um, they gave me a decent price. I, I, I knew I wouldn't get a very much for for the guns I gave them. They have to. They give about half, you know, half what they're worth. And um, and I'm fine with it. I don't care. And then I said, well, I'd love to have these consecutive numbered pistols because this is going to be like gunfighter left and right style. And these yeah. are Beretta nine millimeters. These are the nine modern guns, but I'm going to deck them out with like the black gunfighter holsters and are stuff. Are you going to get a hat and everything? And a sh- no, vest? just uh, just hatred in my heart. And then those like pants that are like those big The chaps? No, chaps. And, and like spurs. I'm just going to get spurs and the yeah. black leather. Uh, spurs that jingle, yeah. jangle, jingle. So the guy was like, well, they don't do that anymore so you can forget the consecutive number thing. And I said, well, that's not a deal breaker. Just order them up. Went through the paperwork. No problems there, of course. So um, off I go. Gave him my stack of money and my stack of guns and I came home. One one gun they were gonna give me forty bucks for, and I said no. So I brought that one home, Good. cause who cares, you know. And um, yep. Yeah, so last week I called him up, and he was like, "Well, miracles happen. I got consecutive numbers anyway." Nice. Yep. Right so like I got my stainless yeah, steel. The twins. The twins. Hate and rage. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm gonna right. put. That's what I'm gonna put in the barrel. I'm gonna have engraved hate and rage. No, just tattoo it on your knuckles. <laughs> So usually, I got my, usually it's love and hate, but yeah. in your case it's rage and hate. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to learning how to shoot left-handed. I'm gonna do the dual, uh, nice. boom, 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 boom. You know. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it was a good. I was very surprised. I didn't. I anticipated it wouldn't, because I even wrote Beretta, and they basically sent you mean me Robert a, Blake Beretta. You wrote him. Yes, and I said, can you help me out, bro? And he's like, no, my parrot can't either. My and parrot I, just <laughs> took a crap. Yeah, my parrot just got on my shoulder, and I gotta so, kill him now. <laughs> no. Good, good TV reference. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you remember that, you're old like us. Yeah. And uh, so I call, I wrote them and said, "Can you help me out? Can you have an area rep?" And they were like, they basically wrote and said, "You know, pound sand." And I was like, "Well, I almost wrote back an email saying, what happened to you, dude? You used to be cool, but I just didn't bother.' You and know? just remember, if you if you can't do the time, then don't do the crime. So, don't do it. So boom. As Sammy now Day I'm was the, saying I'm in the, the Beretta theme. I'm the love. The, the I actually had a Peter Pan record pressing of the Beretta. Beretta was on it. It was Happy Days and <laughs> Laverne and Shirley and Beretta, it. and I listened to it all the time. You should, you should, you should. I wish I had it. I, I wish you had it. You could burn it and play it. I love them because it had all those growing up. Oh, that's amazing. Keep your eye on, on the, the shadow. shadow. Yeah, like I, oh my God, and I used to listen to it a lot. Keep your eye on the sparrow. Sparrow. Right? That's what it was. Keep your eye yeah, on the sparrow. Shammer. So yeah. So, great stuff. Great stuff. I'll let you know as it progresses. This is going to be a two-year building process because it's going to be. The, the custom tool the holsters and it's going to be the engraving and I'm going to have a guy make up a wooden box for it that <laughs> looks like like the dueling pistols you know like it's going to be a black box that you open up and there's going to no, be no I got guns. a great idea you should make it like coffin. A, a coffin a little coffin with the two guns like Django or something dude a little coffin and you just open little up the Django coffin and you open oh, them up I will 
I will do that. It's a little black <laughs> coffin. I just have like a cross on top of it. When you open up, it's like, Two of them. yep. And they're going to be like facing uh, each other, you know, like the yeah. dueling style. And you get one of those long flag overcoats or whatever. <laughs> Duster. And the, and the, and the hat. You know, <laughs> I don't know about all that stuff, but I am going to, that, that's a good idea to go with the coffin. And yeah, those little thing. coffins. Little yeah. black coffin. I'd be like, wonder what's in this. Oh, death's in this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 30 <laughs> bullets worth of beautiful, beautiful 9 millimeter deaths. Uh, nice. Yep. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. <laughs> See you all next week for more random dumbness. And music, <laughs> but mostly dumbness. <laughs>